right, hello everyone. This is the After School Talk Podcast, where we talk about everything education off the clock. I'm your host, Dr. Deuce, and as always, the goal is to bring educators together to elevate the student experience and to have fun while doing it. So, our topic for today is a continuation of the last episode, and we're going to ride this all the way out till February. Actually, this could go for a minute because I have found several hidden gems in the Lovecraft country episodes um, as what people call Easter eggs. I found some like education Easter eggs, like how I can flip this into an educational experience that's also fun for students. So this is going to be called Lovecraft Lovecraft Chronicles. And this episode is Daddy Issues. I know. If you read the title, I know that's probably why you clicked on it to begin with. And we're going to relate daddy issues to Lovecraft Lovecraft Chronicles, if I can say it right. Um, And into just experiences I had with students and how this can be applied. So before we get into it, um, your educator tip of the week is to allow yourself to be creative. This podcast is your escape. I know the school system is some bull. I know there's a lot of red tape. I know the curriculum sucks. I know that you are tired and worn down, but for at least a few minutes, allow this podcast to really fire up your creativity, make you feel like you can do anything that you set your mind to education, which you can, but also allow it to be that thing that keeps you going so that you can eventually be the people that are making the decisions and are allowing educators to create these class classrooms that we are talking about on this podcast. Um, and not even classrooms, because we're talking to people from counselors to student affairs professionals to teachers in the classroom, administrators, coaches, advisors, all the things. If you work with students, this is the podcast where you can get those creative juices flowing and really try to craft up some exceptional experiences for students. So the tip of the week is, again, allow yourself to be creative. Now, let's get into the gin and juice of this. Let's do it. All right. So last episode, we talked about Lovecraft Country and the Green Book. OK, in particular, I was saying how my mentor, shout out to Sean Palmer at the University of North Carolina, Wilmington, um, had an initiative where they were looking at using a Green Book as a guide for students. So we know the historical context of a Green Book where it is used as a tool for travel and something that I discovered. I said discovered like I'm Columbus. I, I didn't discover it. I just ran a Across it today and was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Um, I saw it on TikTok, I believe. Um, you know how your FBI agent listens to you and know everything you got going on in your life. There is a TikToker, um, his page is called Green Book Global. And my husband was telling me he's also a Georgia Tech grad. Hello, somebody. And he's a black man. Come on. So he literally has a a virtual version of this for now of giving African-Americans tips about where to travel around the world. And I was just like, that's so dope. That is so dope. There's something out there. So I do want to put in a plug for that Um, as well as shout out to Ken Johnson, who tagged me in a post on Twitter where I'm just recently a place in, let me go to my notifications. Oh, well, 
Mm, that's what I give it to happen too fast. In um, Hampton, Virginia, they unveiled the very first green book marker plaque in Virginia. And their goal is to mark all the locations in Virginia that were listed in the survival guide, the actual green book. And so um, Dr. Kalita Nichols Fairfax is who posted that on Twitter. So go check out her Twitter post. Um, and look right there. There was two great examples of how if I started this Lovecraft movement with my students and we started this green Green Book movement of like this is how we're going to introduce the Green Book we've crafted in our office to you is by tying it to Lovecraft and making it this theme and making it this this uh, elevated experience right there we could have used social media to tie it in and you know our students love some social media so they can be getting other tidbits from home and having some positivity on these timelines and seeing how this is still a relevant even in 2023 it is very relevant even in 2023 so those two plugs for um, dr fairfax and for the um, tiktok which is again green book global all right so that was the whole basis lovecraft country is going to be used as a theme to introduce students to this green book and this green book will have all these resources for students and serve as a guide for them to be successful students right um having all your resources knowing different things even in the community all of that kind of stuff right which we're gonna like continue to dig into but first stop in the green book i thought would be helpful and it has to be on the first page it's just one of those concepts that i think needs to be in the book and students have some resources but then also have activities that you do with your students to to navigate this is managing relationships so there's a podcast on Lovecraft Country and it's amazing um to I believe two African-American women uh, and they they did the podcast just for a while it was out but it's called Lovecraft Country Radio so it breaks down each episode and in particular when they were talking about the relationship between Tick who is the main character and his dad Montrose it was like baby they relationship kind of it's kind of raggedy <laughs> like what's going on Tick basically is leaving from the army on this mission to go find his dad because he gets a note saying like come get me come rescue me and he stops what he's doing to go rescue his dad but come to find out his daddy don't really rock with him like that like when he goes to rescue him Montrose is like what you doing here I could get out by myself ain't nobody sent for you gone back to wherever you came from very ugly right and it's interesting to me because daddy issues was the number one thing my students dealt with ever since I've been working in the school system, higher ed, whatever it is. When we get to talking about something and we start digging, somehow daddy issues comes up where either, you know, a son not feeling accepted in love or, or a girl not feeling like the daddy really cares about them. I showed them true love in the beginning, whatever it is. It's just, you, it, boy. <laughs> number one topic yo if you want to figure out what's going on with some of your students baby sometimes it is daddy issues um i had the students uh, one time who i just i thought maybe maybe they did have daddy issues but i was like but they dad come through for them so strong like he's always there for them but i realized they had an underlying fear of like them their dad leaving due to um just family struggles they were having right and they knew that he was so supportive so it was always a fear of him leaving but you think about that and then it ended up coming true in in like the final um senior year for one of the students and you know you just it's heartbreaking because you, you don't really know how to help them manage those things but this right here can kind of talk about when we are in the thick of it where i'm just 
help me figure this out of what, what I should be doing. And not so much as like you're going to solve it, but you're just giving the student space, safe space, which is one of the rite of passage elements is that you want to provide safe space for the students. So let's get into it. Um, if you listen to the Nostalgia podcast, that's the one my husband and I have, um, which he was on after school talk, but he don't work in education no more. So Shada just left me. <laughs> But I, 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 I don't even want to say he left me. I just We decided to just transition one podcast for our pop culture and all that kind of stuff and the other one. Still, um, I'm able to speak on the rite of passage and my creativity in higher ed and those kind of things. And uh, we talked about in the last episode of Nostalgia, which is N-S-T-Y-L-E-G-I-A, um, Daddy Issues with Kurt Franklin, who just recently had a documentary on YouTube, 30-minute documentary, really quick to watch. Um, about him actually finding out after 53 years of thinking another guy was his dad, he found out who his real father was. Mm. And the biggest thing Kirk talks about is how for 53 years he dealt with insecurities and low self-esteem and wanting acceptance and love from his daddy and how not having that acceptance and love played out in his life, his career, his parenting, his marriage, it was from that. That's how big it was, right? So think about the fact that you will have students who are looking for acceptance from their father or looking for love or just looking to even know who he is. I've had students who genuinely never knew who their father was. Like, I don't know who he is, never had a DNA or had DNA tests done and th- turned out it wasn't those those men. So they really are out here feeling alone, right? So if you feel like that, what you will do is you will look to someone else for that acceptance and also possibly look to someone else to be that guide, that authority figure. In the rite of passage, we recognize that in order for it to qualify as a successful rite of passage, you have to have a guide who is qualified to lead you. So in the case of Tick, we recognize he ends up looking for a guide in someone else, and it happens to be his Uncle George. And for Tick, it's a positive. Uncle George is the one who keeps the green book on him and makes sure it gets updated and makes sure the family car is ready. He runs his own business. He takes care of his wife. He got a daughter that loves and adores him. Uncle George is everything Tick would want in his father. So it turns out well for him, and Uncle George reciprocates the love to Tick. And it's not a, well, I mean... You ain't my child. I ain't doing nothing for you. Mm-mm. Uncle George, he come through for Tick. When it was time to ride and even look for Montrose, Uncle George said, let's load the car up. What we got to do, say less, right? So it works out well for Tick. For someone else, it doesn't. Sometimes they will find someone who's actually not qualified and really shouldn't be who you turn to. And it can cause even more damage for you in your life. What the rite of passage and these elements do is to help us help them figure out where they are, right? But also to give encouragement and some type of supplement when you may not even have that person and we need to, you know, look somewhere else, look for a mentor, look into that coach, look into that counselor or someone else to kind of help you guide you through that, right? So I thought about um, a couple of things and activities I would do after maybe episode two with the students uh, to further connect 
how powerful the green book can be and give them that, like say, timestamp using the theme of Lovecraft Country. One is to have discussion questions that are centered around the relationship between Montrose and Tick, which is the father son, and George and Tick, which is the uncle and the son. What are the characteristics of the what is the negative characteristics of the relationship between between father and son? What are some of the healthy characteristics that the father and son end up developing as the show goes on? Because in the beginning, it's toxic, baby. That Montrose, Montrose is so, uh, what's the word when you, not not disowning, dismissive to Tick. He, he treats Tick like he ain't never did nothing right. Like, I don't even know why I had you. But really and truthfully, we find out that Montrose is dealing with his own demons, which is always what it is, ain't it? Ain't that what, come on. Say amen. It's always that you're dealing with your own demons and you're you're projecting them onto your child. That's what that is. So he was dealing with his own demons and he was projecting them on Tick. And he tended he tended to look at Tick as like he a lame. You know, you ain't you ain't even you ain't no hard you know dude out here. You you ain't doing this. You ain't doing that. And Tick bigger than him, more muscles than him. But he looks at Tick as as that because he knows that's a weakness for himself, right? So we can point those characteristics out. We can have students kind of point out that he's that he's mistreating his child. You know, that he's not really giving him encouragement in the beginning. But then let's have some other talk about, well, how did it change and develop? How would you, prior to even finding out that it changed and developed, what would you, as the father figure in this, how would you change it? What would you say to take in this situation? Um, what type of encouragement should he be giving? So we can have the students having some discussion around that. Then the other part of it is have them have a conversation around George and Tick. Because let's think about some students who maybe my father's not even here. I don't know who he is, period, or he's passed on. Well, thankfully, there is a George that stepped in. Look at God. There is, you know, here come Uncle George to come and really help me in this situation. Um, and unfortunately, in the movie, Uncle George is... Um, doesn't make it to the end of the series, but we can really see in the dynamics early on of how powerful their relationship is, right? So having those students really look at dynamics, look at what healthy, uh, what healthy characteristics of a relationship looks like, and then having the conversations on how would you manage and how should you manage, okay? And then go back to the green book. Then our green book needs to have resources for students. Is there a counseling service? In, on campus, if we talk about college students, is it a way to tell students students how to go to the counselor? And you you make these because you're the educator. You got a whole degree. Don't let nobody tell you ain't smart enough. Now you know how to expand this to a level of we're talking to eighteen to twenty five year olds, and to narrow it to a level if we're talking to um, 10, 12, 13 year olds, right? It is, and, and you know, for the college students, it may be the whole scene. We playing seven o'clock at night, popcorn, and we stay until ten o'clock because we're on a college campus. We got a lot more freedom to do those kind of things. And trust me, I say freedom by however y'all know I get sleepy, so don't think that that's what I want to do. Jesus, put me at a two o'clock is when we doing something, and I can go home. But if you are on a um, at a school, it may be a quick clip of you know a situation, or you may describe the characters and show the comic book of Lovecraft Country if you don't want to show the film, right? You think of these creative ways. Educated tip of the week, allow yourself to be creative. You think of these creative ways to do this. Um, you even could do tickets, like here's your movie ticket to come in and watch this film, and on the back of the movie, and once you turn in your ticket, you get your popcorn, and here go the questions you got to answer in the end in order to get your candy out the door or something like that, right? And lastly, one of the other activities I thought of, like after we've done these discussions and we're getting towards 
um, the parts where we're saying that a relationship is being healed is is having students to really recognize how thankful they should be if they have someone in their life like that and being able to write a thank you letter to that person. And even if it's where the student was like, well, I don't know if they necessarily I got a family member with my favorite teacher I want to write it to. Sure. And it doesn't matter. We're not even going to gender label it. It got to be a man that you're writing it to because it's a father figure. Whoever you want to write a letter to, just thank them for being some type of guide, mentor, inspiration in your life that they can write their letter to that person and use the healthy terms we're learning because we've talked and had discussion on what healthy relationships look like. And they can put that in there of you give me words of encouragement or you always give me a safe space to come talk. Those kind of things, those students are recognizing that's what I need. And I'm so thankful that you provide me with those things. Baby, you, you see you see what I'm saying? That's all off of, we already talked about it from last episode of even creating the green book and getting to this point. But look at how the green book, the film, takes us into activities that can last us throughout the semester. And it's, it's this traveling situation with this green book. You know, I just thought about even with a traveling situation, you could create a map, go into Canva, create a map. And every session is mapped out with a little car. And we can even put it on the board or something. And the students are, all right, let's move the car to point one, managing relationships. That's what we're going to talk about today. And, and, and keep it fun and exciting. Us having a mentoring group when we were, uh, working at a high school, we couldn't go in there and talk to them boys and say, we're going to talk about managing our feelings. They'd have been like, Midu, Midu, as they call me. I'm not today, sis. <laughs> That's not what we want to do. So all of our things and discussions were pop culture related. It was um, Watch the Throne. I remember it was a, a session we did. I can't remember what the session was about, but the Watch the Throne album had just dropped. So what better way to tie it in, right? Um, even with this being daddy issues, all our students are very much into what's going on with Blueface and Krishan. So, hey, is it is it is it right, is it a blue is it blue issue, blue face issues, if you want to call it daddy issues, just to get just something to tie in where they like just spark my spark my attention a little bit. What y'all talking about? What's going on? And then being able to go from there and really get into the meat of it. And they don't even realize they just learned something so powerful at such a young age. Or even college, it's still a young age, baby. It's still a young age. So, hopefully, I still got to work on stop saying so. Is that my favorite word? Apparently, it is. <laughs> Anywho, I'm going to try to throw that word in there. Hopefully, um, this sparks some creativity for you, and we can keep these Lovecraft Chronicles going. Uh, we still got to talk about the sister relationship between Ruby and Letty. Mm, that one gets a little mm, mm, mm. Um, We still can talk about racism I mean that's the whole point of Lovecraft So we got to get into that uh, And we are going to use these Lovecraft Chronicles To spark our creativity and education And talk about how we can do these things And have these kind of fun sessions Without being bogged down So again pretend for a minute that you can just go in there And make all these wonderful things happen They give you a unlimited budget And all the kids are ready to learn it We're going to just pretend for one <laughs> Many that's what's gonna happen, but you'll be surprised. You will be surprised. You are you are nine out of ten could present things like this and gonna have a group of highly engaged students. Highly engaged. It's 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 a magical land where you can do it. I promise you, it's magical. But anyways, y'all have a good week. Um, if you got any questions, make sure you hit me up on After School Talk on Instagram. One word: After School Talk. Yes, that's our Instagram. You DM us and say, "Hey, okay, so I got a question on how to do this," or or even if you enjoy something, hit us up and say you enjoyed it. I, I'll accept that too, Jesus. Don't hit me up with nothing negative. I don't need that in my life. I ain't here for that. 
<laughs> y'all have a good week and I'll talk to y'all later. Bye.